0: guess what are we recording we are
1: oh my god
0: because i hit the record button
1: uh you hold the power now i do welcome back to detroit strange i hope you're all strange that's jess over there
0: and that's alex over there
1: just wanted to say we're coming live from the Uki spooky studios
0: we are we're in your basement yeah it sounds oh, more i'm sorry cool. if that ruined the mystery
1: <laughs> uh, the illusion is shattered I yes did, we are in my basement i didn't i didn't mean it that's okay. It's still ooky spooky.
0: Yeah, no, I like this.
1: Lots of ghosts around. Ooh. There
0: is a lot of ghosts from your Halloween party, right?
1: Yes. They're
0: so cute. They look like Mario.
1: I know. They're little bows. They're cute. Thanks.
0: <sighs> How are you today?
1: I'm doing all right. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm doing pretty good in general, you know? Yeah. We just had a really fun weekend.
1: We sure did. We uh, rented a cottage up north with a couple of friends. We went out there just kind of like, get away, disconnect, and... watch some movies. Yes. Mm -hmm. We watched so many movies. Lots of spooky ones, too. Yeah. We definitely were on theme with spooky season Mm -hmm. faves.
0: Mm -hmm. It was a nice way to end the holiday weekend, as it were.
1: Yes. Definitely well needed, too, just to disconnect for a little bit, because... I don't know. I sometimes think I'm someone who's on my phone too much, so... Yeah, not have it. Or not have it as an option even. Agreed. It was, it was really
0: good to have terrible reception.
1: <laughs> yes. I had none at all. The only bummer was when we couldn't play that song we wanted to play. But that's oh, okay. Yeah. Next yeah. time.
0: Yeah. I mean, planning. We'll plan all the songs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I actually, I have a couple updates.
1: I have one correction as well. <laughs>
0: okay. Um. Well, one of mine, it's going to make me sound like a jerk, but I'm sorry. I was uh, editing the Halloween episode mm-hmm. and... You were getting on me about the Celtic Celtic thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, And I do want to say that you said the Celtics were baseball. Yeah. And it made me laugh. <laughs>
1: what I are they, it. basketball, football?
0: I'm pretty sure they're basketball. Okay. But I don't really know either. I just know not baseball. But I was yeah. like,
1: that's funny. Go sports.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why it made me laugh because we are not a sports podcast. Not
1: even kind of. No.
0: So anyway, again. Not a big deal, but, you know, corrections. Um, yeah. And I found that out. So I just, you know, the other thing is that I, my mom listens. Hello, Debbie. I mean, mom. Shout out to Debbie <laughs> again. Ba, 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 And if you remember, oh, <laughs> oh, an angel got its wings. Yes. Um, If you remember in the Bell Isle episode, I talked about people going and parking in a certain space and waiting to see a deer turn into a woman in the woods. Mm-hmm. So my mom remembers that uh, legend growing up. Like she, really? she remembers people talking about it. Yeah, That's I thought cool. that was kind of fun yeah, just to cool. have someone be like, "No, I, re- I remember people talking about that." So if any of you have ever heard of that, let us know. Yeah, yeah, we want to We want to know the things. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to do is I wanted to say again thank you all those who attended the live episode and we actually had somebody review it on Facebook which was yes. really cool. So and I'm sorry if I say the name wrong but Sohan D uh said it was nice to have recording sessions open to live public audience uh, audiences a very entertaining opening to the nights live comedy programming. So I thought that was really nice. So thank you yeah, Sohan. Yeah that was. Thank you. Yeah.
1: I have one correction from the Halloween oh, episodes yes, yes. as well. yes. Tell me. So, I was telling someone, like, blah, 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 podcast, blah, blah, blah. Did the Halloween one about Sam Samhain, Sam Samhain, Sam Hain, Sam, Hain, Sam Hain. And, like, after a couple of times of me saying that, he just had that look on his face, like, hmm, uh, ooh. like, you know, that kind of face I'm talking about? I'm like, what? Yeah, and he's awkward. Like, yeah. And he's like, Ugh, I don't know if I want to tell you. I didn't, do you want to know? I'm like, yes. Yeah. He's like, it's actually pronounced Sawan. I'm like, ah. Spent a whole episode oh. saying Samhain. Oh. But you know what? One, thank you for pointing out the... Cr- thank you for correcting me. Person who shall remain anonymous. And two, screw you Gaelic. How dare you spell Samhain. S-A-M-H-A-I-N. How dare you? <laughs> canceled. Gaelic is cancelled. I mean... Canceled.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, poor,
1: poor Gaelic. They know what Culture. They, did. they know what they did.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not perfect.
1: No, not even kind of.
0: No. Man, we're not trying to be.
1: Not even kind of.
0: We're trying to just learn new things. And now we learn a new thing. So they that that's new.
1: Exactly. We're trying to learn new things, better ourselves through the power of voice. I don't know. I was gonna try and go off on a tangent there, but it didn't. yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm here for that. <laughs> Um, so today we are drinking, uh, a classic cocktail. Ooh. It is called, and I've actually never heard of this one. I just came across it. The white lady. Wow. Because it is all white.
1: <laughs> it very much is.
0: Yeah. It looks like a cloud in a glass. It does. But it is a gin based cocktail with some orange liqueur. I am cheap. So it is triple sec. I wish it was Grand Marnier, but it's not. Ain't
1: nobody got Grand Marnier money.
0: No, not yet. Not yet. Maybe not someday. Yet.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and then just lemon juice. Oh, and I'm sorry, egg white. There's a big component of it there, too. Egg white.
1: Yeah. I think that's probably because it's cloudy white color. I say. think so,
0: too. I mean, it's very pretty. It is. Uh, and it does look, it looks it really nice. It almost looks like milk. It does a little oddly. bit. Yeah. Again, little, it's cloudy.
1: Yeah. It's like a slightly yellow milk.
0: Yeah, you know, the delicious kind.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Ew, that made my stomach hurt a little bit. But that is... It tastes much better than yellow milk. Yes, that is... Do you say
1: milk or milk?
0: I say milk, but I don't... I mean, it's just what I've always said, so... Same. But I don't talk about it too often. (laughs) Right. Not a lot of milk talk these days. Sometimes I do say milk if I'm thinking about it.
1: Yeah, it has to be those things where I have to, like, I mean, I can barely speak English as is, as you guys have learned through this podcast. Um, not that I'm like not a native speaker; I just have a hard time speaking. Apparently, and my dad always jokes he doesn't speak Alex because I talk very fast and don't enunciate. So, working on that—that
0: that is totally fair. Um, yeah. Did you want to hear a story? I sure would. Awesome. Have you heard of Shelby Hotel? Um.
1: I feel like I've heard the name, but I couldn't tell you anything else about it.
0: Okay. Well, I got all my sources or my sources were hauntedplaces.org, historicdetroit.org, unexplainedmysteries.com, and Wikipedia.
1: I love historicdetroit.org. Oh, it's a great site. It's a great site to fall down a rabbit hole.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely. I have done that multiple times. So... In 1916-17, I saw a couple different dates for this, so I'm not sure. Investors, as we know,
1: record keeping before the year 1980 was spotty. At best. Yeah,
0: exactly. I don't know
1: why I picked 1980, but that's just the year that came to my mind first. That's
0: the year of. I don't have anything. I was going to try to. I was going to say that's the year of computers, but that's like so wrong.
1: No, because that <laughs> Disney movie, the computer wears sneakers or whatever it was called, was 60 something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it was like a room-sized computer yeah, that somehow yeah. got teleported into the brain of a college student. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> when I get that Disney Plus subscription, I'll let you guys know.
0: <laughs> um. So in one of those years, 1916 or 17, investors wanted to build an affordable hotel near Fort Street Union Depot. Because uh, they think it was actually in use then, possibly as a depot. Okay. The Shelby went up in two phases. So first was 1916-ish, a time of growth for the new bustling city, I wrote, because it was bustling here. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: and there it was a 10-story building that was built on Lafayette Boulevard and First Street. Um, Any,
1: do you know what's there now, just for point of reference?
0: Um, I don't. But kind I do of know. Well, it's have. kind of like, <laughs> it's sort of in the Kobo area. Like, okay. yeah, it's. Across the street from there and down the street. Well, actually, you know what? It's probably more
1: towards. Maybe like Motown, maybe? Fort Gal? No no. no, no, no. That's I'm the opposite side of oh, town. Totally. No, this is by the river. Oh, uh, okay, okay, Yeah, this is
0: by the river. So maybe like Fort Street Galley might be roughly around this area. That, okay. Uh, I don't know if you know where that is, but I don't. I don't.
1: It's but it's near, not, it's it's near, near there. those streets. Yeah.
0: And it was the only building in the city created by Chicago architects Schmidt Garden and Martin. Uh, And that was a big deal, apparently. And it opened on June 7th of 1917. And as the city continued to grow, so did the building. So they added a 21-story, 450-room tower. So it's pretty big in 1927. And that was actually designed by Albert Albert Kahn. But at this point the great depression stopped their plans for a second edition
1: um in 1951
0: the hotel was bought by albert pick hotels company and renamed the pick fort shelby
1: rolls off the tongue uh, there's too many just like hard consonants uh-huh. the pick fort shelby uh-huh. Ugh.
0: But in 1967, Shelby's business was struggling and a plan to convert part of it into apartments was considered, but not put into action. So it really was just kept kind of sliding down that hill. So more businesses were opening up in suburban areas and thus downtown hotels weren't prospering as well Mm -hmm. because nobody was coming here for work. Yeah. Uh, The doors were closed in December of 1973 and it was sold to three children of Herman Ross. And these three children were in their early 20s and had no experience how to run a business. So how do you think that probably went?
1: Fantastic.
0: Oh, so great. So what they did is they spent about $3 million, so roughly about $14 million in today's money. Oh, of course. Yes. And to renovate the building, and they renamed it the Shelby Hotel. They were hoping to cater to young, hip Detroiters. And kind of bring in like a new crowd. Mm -hmm. And they even opened up a club called the Rainbow Room. And it was booked out for music to try and draw in this cooler population. Uh, People would freely smoke weed in the lobby and they were cool with it. But unfortunately, most of what it actually brought was fights uh, and abandoned bar tabs.
1: Damn. I know. Those cool kids not paying their tabs.
0: Apparently not, man. This phase of the hotel closed very quickly in 1974. And from here, the building sat empty for a very long time. It Did was, they buy
1: it in 73? So it was like a year?
0: Yes. I mean, that's how bad they were at business oh. after putting uh, $3 million into it. Oh. Isn't that pretty? That's pretty tragic in and of itself. Yeah. So the building sat empty for that for a very long time. It was scrapped, vandalized for more than three decades, despite it being added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1983. Mm. So didn't really do it any good, unfortunately. So during its time closed, it was used by many for shelter for Michigan weather because winter sucks. Yeah. And the only paying tenant was Anchor Bar. So Anchor Bar is actually still a bar today. However, it's had over, I think it's four locations in its history and it's changed hands a few times as well. Yeah. So the Anchor Bar we know today is not the Anchor Bar uh, the that show, will be kind show, of talked yeah. about in this story. Yeah. At the time, it was a popular bar for workers from nearby Detroit News and Detroit Free Press, as well as downtown police to kind of go hang out after work and whatnot. Yeah. On June 26, 2007, it was announced that the building would enter into a new phase when it was bought by Doubletree. Uh, a $90 million renovation was done, and it was one of the largest such projects in the city's history and took place at the same time as the renovation of the book Cadillac. Okay. Yeah. That nice yeah. little crossover was fun. Yeah. And uh, its newest form, it had 203 suites, and the tower was turned into 56 apartments. Most of the building was gutted, but the hotel's original marble and plaster, plaster work in the crystal ballroom was saved. So they saved what they could, but there was really not much yeah. to be saved. Yeah, I
1: mean, after like three decades of just sitting there, I don't know how many decades... I think it was three, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Now, going back to when it was only Anchor Bar occupying the whole building and everything else had kind of gone out. Um, There is a a bit of a tragic history, a little sad story coming up. Yes. So, um, old One-Eyed Al used it as a temporary sleeping spot and would pick up odd jobs in Anchor Bar. After leaving Anchor one night near the back of the hotel, he was re-entering through some boards he had loosened up. Uh, He also tried to not let other people kind of occupy it and stuff. He really wanted it just to be him in there. Or Al had one eye and a face that showed how much he liked to imbibe. So he would work at Anchor Bar, drink at Anchor Bar, go home and kind of do the same thing. Yeah. He was quiet though and very polite, uh, but was also known to drive people away from his abode. And at some point in the late 80s, The rotted plumbing, unfortunately, gave out in one of the basement levels and without the bar being aware of it, all of their sewage flowed out into the basement near the rear of the building. Oh, yeah. So during a rare building inspection, the inspector made the terrifying discovery that years of human waste and had accumulated in the space.
1: Uh, oh, Oh, God. It was about four feet deep. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Then the inspection. That's a lot of turds. It really is. Too many turds. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Four years. Four years. No. And then he goes on to make the even more horrific discovery.
1: Oh, was One Eyed Al buried in
0: the shit? The skeletal remains of One Eyed Uh,
1: What a shitty way to go. Yeah. But I don't know.
0: And based on the placement of his bones, it is thought that he didn't drown in the sewage, but that he was mired, which I just learned is a word that means stuck in mud.
1: Oh. And it wasn't quicksand, it was quick shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, it had come down the stairway and he couldn't free himself on the dark and he w- was probably a little inebriated as well at the time. So he probably died of starvation and dehydration while being stuck in the putrid mixture of mud-like
1: substance. Oh Ugh. god. Poor guy. I know. A uh,
0: medical examiner stated that his bones appeared clean as if they had been boiled by shit Um, I mean I'm assuming there was some sort of exhaust or something coming out you know like steam yeah Um, his flesh was most likely consumed by rats cockroaches and other insects Uh, now I'm sorry for telling that story but I told it because
1: never apologize (laughs) okay I'll try
0: Um, regulars say he haunts the building to this day Ooh. Yes, he's seen walking around the alley just outside of the building, and also through the lobby of the hotel. And it, um, I've actually got some stories uh, from Can you like smell from them before you see him. I don't think so. Actually, none of them talked about scent. Oddly enough, huh. um, so hotel visitors have made reports of. Uh one gentleman said he had really bad sleep, bad dreams. There were odd noises, tapping, clicking sounds of the door to, on the door to the room. The door to the room being opened and closed to the point where he had to get up to check to make sure there was nobody there. Uh somebody else said there was intense energy in room 908. Coworkers, they were there for conference coworkers experienced similar things in other rooms while others experienced nothing. Uh, A woman named Patty spoke of roommate 17, Uh, 157 a.m. She woke up to a dreadful odor. Oh, I'm I lied. There is a smell. Uh, (laughs) She heard shuffling on the carpet. Drapes were moving as if they were being pulled and she felt pockets of cold air. Then there was Jonathan who said he was having bad dreams with the same figure showing up in them whenever he was trying to fall asleep. And then this one is from Deb. She was on the seventh floor on the east side of the hotel. She was woken up in the middle of the night, her heart pounding to the sound of the pillow next to her being slammed. Ah. Nobody was next to her. She looked and saw no one there and the pillow had not been moved. So she told whoever was doing it to knock it off. I'm trying to sleep. Then she was woken up later to the feeling of someone sitting down on the corner of the bed. When she kicked at it, nothing was there and so she said get out of my room and leave me alone i'm trying to sleep and then she had a restful evening the rest of the evening
1: at least he listened
0: yeah uh and there was another man telling the story and he talked he had he knew one-eyed owl and so he like you know was familiar with what he looked like and everything he had seen him around anchor and all that stuff and he said after the discovery of him he was over there and he looked down the alleyway and he actually saw one-eyed owl and he was kind of spooked out. So he like looked down the eye. He called out his name. He looked at him and he called out his name. And the figure he saw was like sitting. And then it started to get up. And so he got kind of spooked. So he turned around to like make sure he had a way to get out of the situation. And when he turned back around, no
1: one was there.
0: Ah. Yes. So.
1: Except for one lonely turd.
0: Oh, <laughs> I know it's so sad
1: I like, know I, felt I need so to stop bad. making jokes but I won't
0: well when I first started reading it it was just talking about when I'd out and it didn't really say like exactly how he'd passed away it was just yeah. talking about him being there and then more I got into it I was like oh my gosh but also I feel like I don't know he's people seem to like him and his story yeah. should be known
1: yeah we salute you when I L
0: yeah <laughs> don't have a follow-up yeah um but yeah and now it's a double tree and it's nice and lovely and um all that. i don't know hotel business stuff i don't know
1: <laughs> so it's still there it's just yeah. double tree now okay yeah
0: yeah double tree just bought it and like basically gutted it for the most part except for a few small things well, thank god
1: it sounded like it needed some work
0: it did the only thing is that right now there's a building attached to it in the back and i forget what it's called but they want to tear it down for parking. And then there's a lot of people who obviously like don't want that to happen yeah. since it's another older building. I'm not sure if it, it is on the historic register, but, th- you know, there's a lot of pushback on that right now. Good.
1: Mm-hmm. We don't need another damn parking structure. No.
0: I mean, there's there's places to park. And there's honestly, like, parking lots that could be turned into parking structures in the city. Yeah,
1: or maybe just get some freaking public transit
0: that works. That would be even better. Yeah. I would really appreciate that. Same. Yeah. So that's that's it, though. That's what I got for that one.
1: Ooh, that was ooky spooky, kind of <laughs> smelly, but like,
0: yeah. Well, and I like this one because it did have like a little bit of spooky with like people yeah. kind of experiencing things, but it was also telling somebody's story. Yeah. Um, who, again. The
1: stupid kids who brought it and then ran it to the ground a year later. <laughs>
0: I know. that not that insane? And they spent so much money on it, too. Mm-hmm. To
1: have that much money to spend. And then just, renovations. And then just like, come on.
0: Where? It's kind of nuts when you think about it. Like, I mean, I don't even how you. I don't even know how business like that, like some businesses do, but I don't know how a business like that goes under in a year. I mean, they must have just been throwing money at everything. Yeah, they probably. Were, yeah. And then nobody wanted to stay there because it was. Probably a little crazy around there. Yeah. And like
1: fights are breaking out. Maybe
0: you go there and like hang out, but then you leave. You don't want to like yeah. stay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a great story. Thank you. And I think it's now time for some Two Truths and a Lie.
0: <gasps> yes. Quiz me.
1: Um, I kind of can't believe I haven't done a Two Truths and a Lie about her yet. Uh huh. But have you heard of a little woman called chair? Not a little woman. She is a great woman.
0: <laughs> I believe I'm familiar. Yes.
1: I love Cher, as you know.
0: Yes, I do. I do.
1: Like, I saw her last February and it was so good. And I still dream about it. It was great. (laughs) But I decided to some two truths and a lie about Cher. So, number one, Cher is short for Cheryl. Mm -hmm. Two, she's been married twice and has two kids. And three, The original name of Sonny and Cher was Caesar and Cleo.
0: Oh, man. Any of those could be a lie so easily.
1: But only one's a lie.
0: I'm going to go with one. Final answer. Well, now I'm not sure, but yes.
1: That is correct. Cher is short for Lynn.
0: Oh, I did it. I got one. (laughs) She has,
1: like, if you used all her last names, her name is... Sherilyn Sarkisian La Pierre Bono Alman.
0: Wow, that no is no middle name.
1: Quite the name. Yeah, because so like her, like her birth dad's name last name is Sarkeesian. Sarkison. Let me say Sarkisian. and then her mom married a guy named La Pierre. Then obviously Bono from or Bono mm-hmm. from Sonny Bono, and then Alman Greg Alman from the, the Alman Brothers Band. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I. I- I kind of knew she'd been married more than once. Yeah. So that's why I didn't go for that one. But I was also like, but then you can play with the numbers of, you know, how many number times. Spouse, and, number
1: spouse, number know. kid. Yeah. So she had one, she had Chaz with Sonny and then uh, Elijah Blue with Greg. Okay. Elijah Blue, he's part of a band called Dedzy, I think. He's a musician too.
0: Oh, that makes, a lot of times it happens when like um, one parent is in a certain industry, um, especially like an entertainment type industry. It seems like kids... I don't know if it's because like they're brought up around stuff, so they learn stuff and kind of like develop, you know, interests. Or if it's by is it nature or nurture? Who knows?
1: Right. Like she's sorry. i was just counting her albums. She has, I think, like 26 studio albums. Wow. But yeah, like I can imma- like I can imagine growing up because like you know my mom is a travel agent, so I know way more about travel than I should. So.
0: I mean, I know a lot more about weaving. Yeah. Than I should. Yeah. Cause my mom's a weaver. So I think if you just grow up
1: in the atmosphere, it's kind of a natural step. Like kind of like how, like when actors, children's get into acting.
0: Yeah. No, that's what I was thinking of too. Especially with like, like I said, like when it's entertainment related, like a lot of times there's like a following in the footsteps. Do you know not who, exactly, but like, yeah. you know,
1: do you know who I just like recently found out? Um, not only as a famous mother, but a famous grandmother, Billy Lord.
0: Okay. I, do you know? Yes. Do you know? Yes, I know who her mother is for sure because I'm the one who told you. Carrie Fisher? (laughs) Yes, because I love that that's her mother. I love Carrie Fisher. I love Billy Lord.
1: Do you know who Carrie Fisher's mom was?
0: I feel stupid because I know I've heard it before but I can't recall it right now.
1: Debbie Reynolds.
0: There we go. I knew it was like somebody of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting.
1: It really is and like I just saw the Judy biopic last week too and just like seeing Judy and like she interacted with Liza like and Liza was in it for like a hot second not like real Liza but like someone playing yeah. Liza mm-hmm. um, but a fantastic movie I highly recommend Judy that's my recommendation for this week she died at 47 I wanna see it
0: she did, oh. Judy Garland tragic I mean I knew it was pretty early but I didn't know exactly when
1: And this movie just paints a picture of her life that you wouldn't have imagined Like I don't I've know, heard I just, amazing things yeah I didn't know a ton about her but like I don't know I've just seen this movie I'm like damn Mm -hmm. I understand like why she's a gay icon and that she was I don't know just bad things yeah I got a shit deal
0: I grew up with um, Judy Garland being held a very high revere in my household good like well my dad my dad is from Kansas and so like the Wizard of Oz is like his favorite movie of all time we watched it a bit uh
1: <laughs> it was one of the vhs tapes we had it's in fact it's in a bed behind you.
0: oh we had the 50th anniversary special edition one that came with an extra plaque with like a um it was it wasn't like it was a film reel like a couple um slot not slides but you know like a, a little clip of a f- yeah film reel like frames in it. frames thank you thank yes. you <laughs> It had a couple frames in it and a special little 50th anniversary plaque. And like that oh, was in our fun. living room and stuff. Yeah.
1: I love that your dad loves the Wizard of Oz. He really does. Oh.
0: <laughs> he probably hasn't watched it in a while right now, though, to be honest. But I do remember like being taught this is a great movie. You will like it. <laughs> basically,
1: I remember watching it as a kid, but I can't remember what my parents hot takes on it were. Um, mm -hmm. but I imagine one of them had to like it, probably my mom, but, um, because we had a VHS of it. Yeah. Speaking of my mom, she sent us some fan mail. Yay!
0: It's so cute. The envelope is so adorable. It has
1: little logos taped all over it. But yes, it's still fan mail, even if it comes from your mother.
0: (laughs) I'm counting it.
1: (laughs) I mean, she just took a card making class, so she's just...
0: I mean, it paid In off. In heaven. In heaven. It's so cute. stuck. It's stuck. <laughs> it's too cute for this world. That's why.
1: Uh, every so often you meet someone who pushes you beyond your comfort zone. Thanks for never being an asshole. <laughs> nice. So it's just like a nice little, oh, nice little fan mail.
0: So sweet. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. My heart is full.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom.
0: Yeah. Aw.
1: But yeah, I think that pretty much wraps our episode.
0: Yeah, it does. That's exciting. Um. So we do want to encourage everybody to, you know, maybe head over and like rate us on iTunes or something. That be that could be cool. Or yeah. Subscribe. I hope you subscribe. Yeah. Um. Review. <laughs> yeah. Or you can also send us some stuff
1: at Detroit strange at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to hit us up on our socials, it's at Detroit strange at Twitter and Instagram.
0: Mm-hmm. And Facebook. Yeah. We got the Facebook.
1: Oh, the Facebook. The oh, book of face. just Detroit strange. There's just no at. Oh, that's true. It's Facebook.
0: That's true. It's a little different. Uh, yeah. So we'd love to hear from y'all. And uh, until then. Stay strange. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was created by Sex and Violence.